0: Enchanted Care Learning Center is ready to welcome your child into the classroom with a curriculum that challenges and inspires students, a daily routine that helps them thrive, plenty of time to play with friends, and most important, enhance safety measures to keep everybody safe. Preschool is possible at Enchanted Care. Contact us today to schedule an open house appointment on Saturday, January 23rd. Or schedule a virtual information session. Visit EnchantedCare.com to find a preschool near you.
1: It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. T-Mobile. 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax if you cancel credit stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due contact us for well qualified buyers Qualifying consumer plan required see coverage and offer details at tmobile.com
0: welcome to the talking single podcast a podcast featuring four strong single and successful women raised in lagos now living in london each week we share our stories and experiences about being women navigating life love and everything in between We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even bust some myths about singlehood. Oh, and we do all of that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Rashida, single and ready to mingle, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are the other talking single ladies, Crystal, the recovering love addict, now happily single, Keisha, the consciously uncoupled unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about. Rebe the cautious romantic balancing life on her own terms our podcast
2: hello everyone welcome this is your girl Rashida and I'm here with my home girls Crystal and Keisha hello girls how are you? hey hey how have you guys been? how's the week? did anything fun happen this week?
3: Not really. It's just been I'm a very long week. No. N O. No. no.
1: I, can't, I can't really think of anything that's happened
2: mm. this week. Oh, well. I'll tell you about my own week. I think this week I've had the most number of mini meltdowns in my life. At some point during different days during the week, I had to send different S- um, SOSs to people to actually ask for pep talks because I was literally on a ledge about to jump off oh wow yeah but thankfully i think i've i'm off that ledge the um crisis is over and all is right with the world today yay yay yeah thank you to everyone that sent me pep talks called me sent voice notes and sang to me so thank you yeah Mm. cool yeah Ah well anyway to today's topic, as you guys all know, I've said it over and over again, I'm single, I'm ready to mingle, I've reopened myself to the exciting, crazy world of dating. So to start this, I set profiles on Hinge hingeandmatch.com. Please don't ask me how that's going. I know there are a few people that will be judging me, <coughs> Crystal, what? with this- yeah, Stop it's
1: not bad mouthing. It's not bad mouthing. No, it's I not bad mouthing. <laughs> but I know you
2: have been very consistent asking how my dating, online dating,
1: uh, and how is that judging? I'm being a good friend. No, it's you not judging. Paid body. Okay, to okay, go. ladies,
3: ladies, <laughs> to your corners, please. To your. Oh, corners. you didn't do the free version. You didn't do the free version.
2: No, You're I in thought. I thought if paid. Then mm-hmm. that would mean that would hurt and it would mean I would actually take it seriously. Okay. However, through some soul searching, I've realized I'm lazy when it comes <laughs> to online dating. And contrary to my actual desire burning in my belly to date, I've actually found online dating tedious and I think I need to do better.
1: So I'll come to the club. Yeah, so I, need
2: to, <laughs> I think I need to do better. Yeah. But can I just say, nobody ever said online
4: dating was going to be easy, mm. quick, or without effort.
2: Yeah. I know, but this is like having a second job. It is, literally. It's like is. having a second job. And mm. some of the matches, when you hear what, you're just like, oh my God, what <laughs> what is this?
1: Yeah. And
2: as, I guess, I don't even know, because my profile, not like I... I don't even remember what I put on Match.com, but I've been consistently getting this like 50, 60, 70-year-old uncles in suits asking. And I'm like, what about these pictures? Do You know what? Maybe we need to go as a group, go through my online dating profile. Maybe maybe that's something we should do. We can have a whole episode on this, but I can already tell some of the
4: things that are, why they're not working. But we will do that on a separate topic.
2: Let's move Thank on. you, my love. Oh, my <laughs> online dating life is about to get lit. Thank you, Ruby. <laughs> anyway, today I will be talking about matchmaking in general and uh, matchmaking as an alternative way to find love. The good, the bad, the ugly sides of matchmaking. So, ladies, are you ready? Yep. Okay, good. So, I mean, we all live in this world where the possibility of making connections with people by making that eye contact across a platform or across a party and smiling all of those are practically non-existent because everybody wears a mask anyway so it's almost impossible to smile at that cute stranger and I guess someone said you smile with your eyes But I'm not sure about you guys for me I just blink uncontrollably like I've got conjunctivitis so I don't know how we're supposed to do that and I guess we're all aware most people just as I said have like I did as well we moved to online dating but even before the pandemic I believe I was one of those that somewhat struggled with it to kind of go through the motions of Finding matches, talking to people, being engaging, being trying the pressure to be witty and funny and engaging and all of those things as in was just a lot for me and I don't think I did too well on it. And it just got me thinking, professional matchmaking services could very well be my refuge or anybody else's um, refuge if they so wish. And it could be an efficient way for me to date where... I felt like, or I don't know if you guys feel it like, for me, I feel like online dating sometimes is impersonal. You're just scrolling through people's pictures. Whereas with a professional matchmaker, there's someone there, you're talking with the matches, as a human connection to kind of bridge this initial searching and thrilling um, process. I don't know if it's just me, but I guess... Let me throw it out to Kisha. Keisha, what do you think about matchmaking? Are you open to being matchmade?
3: So, I I don't mind it because I, I think there are... Um, it's just another opportunity to meet more people. And if it works out, then that's a good thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but what do you think as in... So, as in with matchmaking, what do you think it should be like? Do you have to... Is it a big,
3: serious um, task that you have to do or you just take it I, easy? I, I, I find it a very easy thing because I'm not the one doing the work. Um, all that's happening is somebody will um, get my number or I'll be given somebody's number, which is even better because I get to choose if I call or I'll get somebody will call me and we'll have conversations. And I think with a couple of conversations, it's very easy to know if things are going to work or not. And if you do have conversations in this way, I think it actually makes it easier to either um, keep things going as in if it works out or cut things off if it doesn't work out because it's all on the phone or you can choose to meet if things are working. So I, I actually really like the idea of being match made by other people rather than me having to sort of um, put the effort in myself. I think it's, I think it's brilliant.
2: Okay, so notes to everyone else. Once you find any single person that's a man, you just
3: send Keisha's
2: way. (laughs) Deal?
3: Yeah. (laughs) There's just just not that many of them out there. You'll be shocked. Just remember that
4: Keisha likes them with broad shoulders.
3: Oh, yeah. And
4: like,
2: Volvos. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Cool. There's this other thing as well, I guess, maybe it's a, not a shame or like a reluctance to actually, well, maybe in the younger days, I don't know if you guys think it, a, a reluctance to actually accept being matchmade or even consider the thought of using a professional matchmaker. Do you think there is a, is there anything to be ashamed of? Do you think there's a stigma associated with this or with getting your aunties or your friends to matchmake you?
1: I don't think I don't think so. No, I don't I definitely don't think anyone should be ashamed of being matchmade. I have two friends who were matchmade by other friends, other family, and they're happily married now. So did I they ask think... for the matches or were they no. just volunteered? no someone just saw someone just saw them and was like oh is that is that person single? Oh, would they be open would they be open to meet someone I know who's also single? I think they would they would make a good match and they met, and it worked out and they and you know there's some couples you're like, hmm, but actually no, it's going really well, so yeah, I don't think there's a stigma there should be a stigma attached to it." um i don't know anyone who's hired a professional and i haven't but if i found a professional who is guaranteed to find me a husband <laughs> 100% guaranteed uh with a beard and a good yeah. attitude um i would definitely um hire a professional okay. if 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 i could afford one <laughs>
3: I, I think, I, think the, I, I, I know people who've been matchmade, and I think when it works, it really, really works well because you might meet people out of your own social sphere. Um, you might meet people that um, you would just never have met otherwise. So it really does open the dating pool for you. So I don't think there's a stigma attached to it. I mean, I know quite a few people who sort of are in relationships or got married through matchmaking, um, although I don't know anyone who use professional matchmaking services that, that I don't know anything about. But when it comes to family and friends hooking you up with someone or, you know, I think that really works well. I don't think there's a sti- stigma for it.
4: I don't know whether it's a stigma. Maybe, maybe stigma is not the word. And I think when it's, when it's your friends or family that are doing the matchmaking, I think that's kind of... Co- that's known and comfortable. But the idea of paying someone to find someone for you, I don't know that there is a stigma, but there is probably this thing about, so you can't find someone for yourself, you have to pay someone, you know? Is it that bad, you know? Is something wrong with you? I think those probably are the questions that might, certainly would be at the back of my head if I was thinking about, it. okay, does that mean that there's something wrong with me? Am I not able to find somebody on my own kind of qualities? I don't believe there should be a stigma attached to it. I don't think there's anything wrong in it if you can afford it. And the person that's doing the matchmaking is professional, but I do know that those kind of thoughts will exist. That's probably why we don't know anybody that has done it.
2: But also does, isn't that just like online dating as well? I mean, the attitude to online dating has changed within the last 10 years, but also online dating at some point you'd be like well is it that you cannot meet a man at work or with your friends or on the, on the bus at the bus stop at the station now you have to go on the internet and pay these apps
0: no you're to right and to, be,
2: to be
4: honest I have friends when I tell them I am on dating online they look at me like why are you doing that I could never go online dating I'm like well different strokes with different folks and they say oh can you not find somebody at work and I'm like no I can't <laughs> Can you not find somebody at church? No, I can't. So where else am I going to go? You know, I think not what I like about online dating is that you are taking your relationship into your own hands. You're not leaving it to circumstance to happen. Um, Approach it with the, and and actually then going to a professional should be no different. Actually, there's nothing wrong with it. You are taking it. You're taking your relationship into your own hands. Doesn't mean you're desperate. You know, it doesn't mean anything like that. It just means you know what you're looking for and you're
1: exploring how you find it. That's it. I think the times have definitely changed because I remember a few friends who met people online and they would literally lie. And yeah. be like, oh, I was just shopping and he came up to me. <laughs> and, then, and then when it didn't work out, i will be like, so... <laughs> you know when the guy ghosted them, that then we didn't have the term ghosting. It would be like, um actually I met him online so I don't know how to find him. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, things yeah. have changed so yeah. much. Like no one no one is afraid to say, Hey, I met him online. It's a thing. Which is good. Yeah. yeah
3: we've come a long way when it comes to that. Mm. Like everybody, no, there's no more. Um, it's not weird to say you met somebody online or you met somebody via a dating app anymore. It's, it's pretty normal.
2: Yeah. So have you guys ever been matchmade as an, no, actually I take that back. We've all had those matchmaking things. Is there anyone that wants to share like a juicy story of being matchmade?
4: I can share a very embarrassing story of being match made on for you or for her. me and probably for the guy as well, um, oh because in this case, well, as far as I could read, neither of us knew we were being match made. so this is my sister, yeah, my own blood, and my best <laughs> <adverse laughs> friend, which is the guy 's cousin. So um, it was my sister's best friend's uh, birthday and we had obviously a Niger party. We'd all dressed up and everything. And I think my sister and her best friend said, oh, these are two single people that are left in our sphere. And obviously that one is a man. This one is a woman. Let us match make them. Fine. It would have probably been better if they had said, oh, this guy, this girl, you know, do you guys want to have a coffee or something? No, they didn't do that. Instead, they came up with this weird scenario where my sister, I live very close to my sister's friend, maybe about 15 minutes from her. So my sister goes, oh, can you go to her house? Um, can you call her? I want her to drop something off with you that you can bring to me when you see me at the weekend. And I thought, okay, no problem. Um, and so um, I call her and I say, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to pick up something for me. She says, oh, I can't, um, I can't, um meet you but I'll send someone to drop it off for you meet the person somewhere I can't remember what she's I think it was a cafe or something like that we were was, was supposed to meet to pick up this thing. <laughs> I'm laughing so, already. <laughs> gosh. So I was I was like okay I will meet the person there. Um and you know I was not really thinking about it. What I thought when she said meet the person there actually thought it was one of her kids or something like that. So I wasn't like making any effort. I was in my tattiest my tattiest sweat um sweat uh sweatsuit is that the right word yeah sweat a sweater and s- track bottoms you're fancy my, my... you're
2: wearing sweatsuits some people wear leggings and like t-shirts with a. <laughs> <laughs> my, my hair ha- was
4: in a scarf you know huh? there was no makeup on my face um you know i was wearing um what It was in January, so I was wearing my Ugg boots. Ugg boots. So I was just looking wretched because I was just like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to pick up a parcel and I'm going to go. So I get to this place um, and I'm looking for, you know, my, my sister's friend's I my name know, was child something. I, I got there and I saw this guy with this parcel Very and I'm like, I dismissed him completely. I'm like, what is this weirdo doing here in the morning at this time? <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> my phone rings, and then the, the 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 guy opens his mouth and he speaks, and I'm I'm here to drop off a parcel. So I don't know what you look like, and da, 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 and I'm like, I see the guy, and the guy sees me, and two thoughts come to my mind, and I'm like, what the fuck? And two, I am dressed like crap. Was he so cute? I'll, no.
2: Oh. He was, was not it? cute. He did, did not he
4: have sound cute. Okay. And I was just not happy about how I was looking. I collected okay. the parcel, and I left. The guy did call me afterwards to say, "Oh, it was really nice meeting you." But well, you know my one, my one hit, pet peeve about guys and when they speak, you know what it is? H factor.
2: Is non <laughs> <Non-co- laughs> You're yeah. such a judge. Ah, um, I cannot during- do
4: H-factor. H factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely am. I can't, I can't. But anyway, that was the attempt. So when I got back and I called my sister, that what are you trying to match make? She was like, Well, we kinda thought it was a good idea. I said, Well, it would have been nice if you had told me, told the guy, mm. <laughs> told us so that we knew what was happening so we could have at least made some kind of effort. No, so weird. Yeah. But that just that was just he didn't bless him he did try to call a few times later and i thought that was incredibly brave because i know him. i was i was you not man looking good at all. but um i'm sorry that was the beginning and the end of
2: of that you man crusher you crushed the pole he probably wore his best suit <laughs> <Can dude. you laughs> remember what a he wore and a cummerbund and a oh my hat. god the h factor <laughs> just was... killed it for me
1: Plus, the fact know, i, I
2: wasn't he... looking
3: good your your sister didn't do any of you favors all i mean both of you didn't didn't um, win in that particular scenario there were yeah. no winners i was the one that looked like
4: a i don't know i don't know what let us move on please it's a very horrible <laughs> scarring
2: experience okay scarring yeah so i have a story
3: mm-hmm.
2: and i think the title of the story is the chocolate factory worker slash illegal immigrant
3: okay yeah
2: so one day, so I was sitting at work and next to my auntie called me, Rashida, I've given somebody your number. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, auntie, no need to do it. She's like, don't worry, I've given somebody your number. And he's her friend, brother's cousin's nephew's neighbor's brother's postman, <laughs> kind of some random long thing. So I was like, okay, fine. She's giving the number, letting not be said that Rashida is picky because that's, I think that's what. My aunties generally believe Rashida is picky. Rashida will not talk to men and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and it was a weekday. I think it was like a Wednesday afternoon. I sat down, I was at my desk and like two o'clock, just after lunchtime, somebody texted me. Hi, my name is Joe, for for argument, yeah. Um, Your auntie gave me your number. Can you talk? And I was like, hi, Joe. She did tell me, but I can't really talk now because I'm at my desk. I'll call you at five when I get off work. And it was like, oh, sorry, no, I'm at work. And I don't know if you'll be awake by the time I get off work. And I was like, what kind of job does he do that I'll be asleep when he's done with work? In my mind, I was like, maybe he's like this really senior MD in one fancy place. So he has to work long hours with the US and la la la. So that's what I was thinking in my mind. But moved on. So the next day, he then called me and we spoke. As soon as I said, hello, and he was like, hello, I knew it was a no. But, yeah, I knew it was a no. Just as you said, the enunciation and H-factor and the Nigerianness. Actually, no, I like Nigerian men, but there's just this thing that I couldn't get past. So we start talking and I kept on convincing myself like, okay, Rashida, just keep an open mind so I then asked okay so what do you do la 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 and he was like well I work in a chocolate factory I'm like okay that's interesting what do you do in the chocolate factory and he's like I operate the machine I'm like
0: what does that mean
2: so I think he's one of those guys I don't know what he was exactly I was like okay how long have you done this job he's like four years I'm like okay What did you do before this? He was like, um, not a lot. I was doing bicycle courier, like the delivery kind of thing. I was like, okay, to be honest, my first instinct at that time was no. But I was like, okay, keep an open mind. Because you do a nine to five doesn't necessarily mean you have to date somebody that does nine to five people that do like other jobs or that in other industries are worthy of love just keep an open mind. So I kept on talking to myself and we spoke for about five, 10 minutes, but it was, it was hard to keep the conversation going because he could not speak properly. His tenses were bad. His grammar was terrible. And I was just like, Oh my God. So I needed a, an out of the conversation. So I was like, well, I'm going on holiday. I was going on holiday I think a few days after that, I so was going to Italy. I was like, well, I'm going on holiday and I guess I'll talk to you when I come back. And for whatever reason, I just asked him, so do you like going on holidays? Where did you, when did you go to Nigeria last? And his response was, um, you know why I haven't been to Nigeria? I'm like, I don't get. He's like, yeah, you know why. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know why. And next thing is like, well, I haven't been to Nigeria in the last." Eight years because I have I'm I cannot travel. I'm like okay. And his next response was, "I'm not talking to you because of papers. I've tried to get many a few women to help me, but they duped me. I just want to marry and have children. Na 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 na." And I was Uh-oh. just like, "No, uh oh." In the same sentence where I just literally met you ten minutes ago, you're telling me you don't have papers. You haven't traveled. You've tried to marry two women before but they duped you and then in the same breath they're telling me you want to marry and have children no thank you so oh, I just wow. excused myself from the conversation I'm like oh thank you well I'll call you back shortly and I hang up I called my auntie there and then to ask did she know whether this guy was what the guy's legal status here was and she was like yeah she knew he had problems with his paper but she just met him a few time, times and she thought he was a nice guy and she thought we'd get along and I was like, "But I've never know, I've never been an illegal immigrant here, and why should someone in in their sorry to say right frame of mind think it's okay to introduce me to an illegal immigrant without even telling me?" She and, thought that she thought love would conquer all. Oh, I'm not. It, it didn't I'm not Jennifer you. Aniston in <laughs> one of the romcoms. No. She thought, and, no i was in shock sorry no, honey no, no 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 let me tell you let me give you the icing on the cake oh wow <laughs> so there's icing my auntie we talked for about 10 minutes and remember i told the guy that look i'll call you back in five minutes because that was my way of getting out of the conversation the brother then decided to send me a message i knew you were not going to call back you sound like all those proud london girls you have no integrity because you what? Cannot, we cannot oh. hold you to your word because you had oh. an illegal immigrant you've decided to just cut me off without knowing me i'm a good guy i I was just like what the hell i screamed onto the message and i sent it back to my auntie and i blocked him and i just told my auntie auntie i know you love me but thank you but i don't think i'm open to any sort of introductions again again again
3: wow
2: yeah and i was like what
3: the hell and that was his brother by the way so that is random the he's no, she is she. So, my auntie is one of
2: those random things. I bet she probably went to a party and just saw some guy there. And she asked her, Who is that guy? Oh, his name is Joe, he's single. Oh, my niece is a girl, she's single. <laughs> and, mm. in I guess, just like in the in the um example I've just given, and the one Ribby said a few minutes ago, I guess. It's clear that many Nigerian aunties or African aunties or even friends have good ideas or have the best intentions, but they hit wrong spots. All they know is X is a woman, she's single, looking for a man. Y is a man single and looking for a woman. Let them meet, let them date. And I guess that's for me, certainly that's what's caused the fatigue in being open to matchmaking my friends, I don't know. Do you guys, when your friends say, Oh, Ruby, I know somebody, do you want a number? Do you always say yes or no? Funny enough, I don't have any friends that say that to me. If I tell my friends,
4: If you know somebody that meets my spec, re- send him across. Nobody's done that, probably because they don't want to be responsible for Yahwa well, if it doesn't work, but typically it's been a long time since friends have tried to match make me, but I'm with you. I'm actually quite wary of it because you then feel the additional pressure to make it work. Cause you don't want to disappoint whoever introduced you. And it's a bit awkward when it doesn't work because the person that introduced you um, probably just looked at you as if it's a friend. Yeah. They, they can be responsible for what's going to happen. It's really difficult, but typically I'd rather not be introduced by a friend. Do you know what I mean? I would actually prefer a professional to do it than a friend
1: yeah uh, um I my friends used to a long 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 time ago but now I think I I'm very (laughs) (laughs) I'm very anti people matchmaking me because I think uh, people used to say I was picky maybe I was I don't know but I Yeah, I'm very anti-people matchmaking me. So before you even go there, I'm like, "Mm, maybe not, no. But sometimes it's someone who's in another country and I'm like... Today is nonstop. And suddenly your checking account is overdrawn. But what if we gave you more time on that one? At Huntington, if you accidentally overdraw your account by $50 or less, we've put a $50 safety zone in place. So you won't be charged an overdraft fee. It's one more way we're looking out for you. So you can have time for what matters most. Huntington, welcome. $50 Safety Zone does not apply to returned items. Your account will be automatically closed if it remains negative for 60 days. Learn more at huntington.com slash safety zone. It's not going to work. I don't want to do long distance, so no, no, no. the last the last one was oh there's this guy but oh he's in nigeria i'm like Mm -mm. nope i have i have declared declared to myself that i am never doing long long distance ever again so no it's not gonna work don't even don't even try
2: yeah well i guess that's good and it would lead me on to i mean as much as we've heard these terrible stories of people just as i said thinking rashida is a girl single. John is a boy, single, marry or date or talk to each other. You must like each other kind of thing. There are good stories. And actually, I'm starting a side business, Rashida's dating service. Rashida's Mm -hmm. matchmaking service. Mm -hmm. Can you clap for me, please? Because my success rate is 100%. I can brag about that because I've successfully introduced one couple. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are they married yet? But I so I think in 2021 <laughs> I'm going to be best man oh, and maid of honor. So how do you know he's successful? Let me, okay, please <laughs> let me carry. Let me think. So this guy, we'll call him John, for instance, my good friend, known him for years, and he had been with this ex, and yeah, I, she's. Uh, did you guys you ever like want? <laughs> did, did you ever want the good place? No, no. Okay. So in this show, they're not allowed to use bad words. So if you want to call somebody a bitch, you, the girl, you cannot physically say if you have to call the person a bench, his ex was a bench. Right. And, you know? Yeah. She was like a terrible girl, but I guess, and I, funny enough, I'd already told, I always told him that, all you need to do is break up with this girl. I'm certain I have friends I can introduce you to. Good, beautiful, professional women that will treat you better and be a better fit. But he just laughed it off. Beginning of the year, his bench of a girlfriend cheated on him and dumped him. Okay. no. Yeah, so yeah, she cheated on him, dumped him, and he was broken. But I was just like, Well, you'll be fine. I'm sure I have friends, but I was just joking about it. And one day during at the start of lockdown in March, I was just talking to him, and he was like, Look, Rashida, look through your friend list. I'm sure you have friends. And wow. I sat down and I thought, I was like, Wait a minute. I think I do know someone. I told him, I'll call him back in a few minutes. Then I just thought about, it. I stopped to, for a second and I thought about it that, okay, he, was, he wanted a professional, he wanted a Christian girl and he wanted somebody who was close to the family. And I had a friend that was exactly all of those things. I've had several conversations with her and I knew she was a professional. She wanted to date a Christian man and she was very close to her family. And the biggest thing was they were both, they both have very similar senses of humor. I get on with them in similar ways. So I decided to do the introduction, but I caveated it, the, the introduction saying, I'm introducing you as friends. If you get along, get along, all well and good. If not, please don't involve me.
1: Okay. And
2: guess what? Today we're in December, uh-huh. they, since March, they've gone on two holidays. They've been seeing each other every weekend. They've met their families. I think Q1 next year, there's going to be a ring involved. And I'm like, Rashida, you're such a genius. But seriously, the good part of this is I didn't just simply introduce two single friends. I thought about, I put some thought and effort into it. I know my matchmaking services are amazing. Thank you. I introduced two people based on how well I knew them and understood their personalities and their goals were kind of aligned and Yes, I'm hoping they do get married, but even if they don't It wouldn't be because they were Just two random people brought together. That was a little bit of thought that was put into that thing so in case if you decide you want you do want a professional matchmaker that's close to home you can come to me i know you guys pretty well i'd have to look through my directory of single men too in fact i will start matchmaking you i'll start matchmaking you without um your consent sorry wow thank you
1: wow if it's a millionaire then okay
4: I was just gonna say I don't mind subscribing, but you need to give me a free trial period. Let me yeah, see. Yeah definitely,
2: definitely. You guys will be my um my success stories, like so I can so when Oprah um starts to interview me, I'll be right <laughs> the first two matches were to my two very good friends, so well Ruby and the other girl I was talking about and everyone will be like, Oh my god, she's so good. So watch this space peoples okay and i guess this takes me to the next portion as in um, the idea okay should you pay somebody to um matchmake you or do you want to rely on your aunties and friends that time and time again just introduce you to random people so there's this nice world of like professional matchmakers and dating coaches and before <sighs> This week or last week, I had no idea it was such a big. Well, I kind of, sort of did because I watched the Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I
3: did. Yeah.
1: No, oh, you did. I seen it. Yeah, Sima Auntie?
2: Yeah. So this was a series that focused on this matchmaker auntie, Sima Auntie, in India. So she, or she match couples between India and the US, and Sima Auntie was efficient she had like folders and folders of singles profiles she interviewed the singles and matched them based on their criteria and preferences I think she gave three matches if I remember correctly and she talked with the families and everyone just trying to kind of get a feel of who you are and I guess that's what professional matchmakers do they'll get to know you know your personality they have their own directory of singles and they just set you up with compatible dates. They even go as um, far as they'll give you pre-date coaching, then they'll give you post-date analysis, like you've gone to an assessment center and you get feedback to help you on your other dates. And of course, as you imagine, this is not free, nor is it cheap. It's in the UK, apparently, you can pay between one to 10 grand for professional matchmakers. Huh? Huh? Yep. That's a Did lot. you say
4: ten grand? Yep.
2: I mean,
1: my Do you day. know
4: that ten yep. grand is some in some
1: people's house deposits? I mm-hmm. mean. Yep. Wow. If he's grand. going to be a millionaire. <laughs> I guess it's an investment.
2: Also, some of these professional matchmakers have like a signing on fee, which is could be maybe the one grand, but if it, if it ends up in a relationship and a marriage, there's something called like a successful union or a completion fee, something along those lines where you pay like a hefty sum. So I was, I listened to a BBC sounds podcast. One of the women had a successful union fee. I forget what she called it of five and a half grand, five and a half thousand dollars to if her match ends up in a marriage then
3: they pay her five and a half grand that's not bad actually so one grand to find the person um and when you found the person you only pay the high sum no when you guys are married no one grand to, uh, roughly to register then
2: in between all the matches and dating and coaching and all of those things have fees associated with it oh. then at the end of it if it results in a marriage
3: then you pay the completion fee
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's sounding like a lot. If it was just the initial fee, one grand, okay, and then the final end fee, you know, when everything is working, I could live with that, I could be on board with that. But all these fees in between, I'm not sure about that. That what just say, they
2: give, so like the Sima Auntie and the few podcasts I listened to before this episode, they actually they took it on as, you know, when you're like looking for a graduate role where they're guiding you step by step, getting to know you, kind of talking to your family and your friend, getting to know your personality. And these people, you're they're paid. You pay them for a service. So they're less likely to um be gentle with you in that if you have like terrible character flaws that your aunties would be like, oh yeah, that's just Rashida's way. This lady will not have it. She'll actually call you out on it very, very, very quickly. Whereas, so these are like the professional matchmakers. Then they have the other side who are are dating coaches. They are kind of less rigid, less formal. They are like life coaches. They help you be the best version of yourself. They hold your hand through the creation of like your online profile on um, how to select your matches when you're going for dates, helping you choose your outfits, just help you build your confidence, just like your own personal hype man or woman. And I guess it was quite interesting. So Crystal, let me point my finger at you. Okay. If you were going to dip your toes back into active dating, would you hire a matchmaker or a dating coach and
1: why? Um, I would not hire a matchmaker because I don't like people matchmaking me. But I, would, I hire a dating coach. Because, hello, I love um, Matthew Hussey. I think Matthew Hussey is a dating coach. I mean, I can't afford him. <laughs> I can't afford the personal <laughs> services, but I've been to some of his talks and I, I've really, really learned a lot so much from listening to Matthew Hussey. And actually, some of the advice that he has given has changed my life or changed my views with regards to dating. So definitely 100% I would, if I could afford it, get a dating coach because I you're think You're in luck.
2: I'm starting a service, so I will be your dating like, You're not free. a dating coach. You
1: said you're a matchmaker. Okay, I decided to <laughs> evolve my business in the last bang. three minutes. <laughs> Choose one. <laughs> I don't trust oh, yeah. you anymore. I don't yeah. trust you.
2: And I guess, I mean, all of these come at a price. Is the, at the cost, do they justify the outsourcing of the heavy lifting? Do you think it's a good idea? Does it make dating less or more fun?
1: Well, I we pay. It can still be fun, but I don't, I don't, what, like, I don't know how much I'll be willing to pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's my, what's the limit is my question. Because I'm not going to pay £10,000, like, mm. no way. What if it guarantees you it no. is L life a single? Why I'm Idris? not, I'm not I am oh yeah not oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you not a... I'm not an Idris Elba groupie I'm sorry <laughs> about that I'm yeah. sorry I'm sorry for all the Idris Elba groupies I'm not one of them yeah. but yeah even if it guaranteed
3: me the man of my dreams
1: ten thousand oh.
3: man of your dreams though mm, come on. <laughs> There that has to be a price <laughs> on
1: that. Ooh, I, would think, I would think about it. Like, what if I... I mean, I could just walk out the door and meet the man of my dreams. Why should I pay Yeah, but this 10 guarantee is, is.
2: P- is positioning you in a place to find this man. I really, let that. me ask you, because I know you've done a lot of online dating and, of course, you have to spend time thralling through crazy and weirdos and time wasters and... Oh. Just general craziness that's out there. Would you pay that fee? And is it justified? What do you think? It, it depends
4: on what the fee is, because as you said, you know, I think the average person is on maybe one or two dating apps, and those things are not cheap um, anyway. You're you're spending a certain amount every month, and you're locked into like a one or three month contract. As uh, personally, I think the paid apps are, are far better. So there is there is a cost regardless. Now. The thing is, at least I am the one doing the filtering when I'm on the app. I'm the one doing the filtering and the checking, and I know what I like and what I don't
2: like. But so doesn't that get tedious? How about you pay somebody and the person just filters everything for you? And well, then that's what you I'm getting really to. Get the it up.
4: depends on how much it is that I'm being asked to pay to do the, the, the filtering. Because at the end of the day, you, know, you really have to know that the person that's doing that filtering knows you enough to do the right kind of filtering um it it really depends i'd certainly pay a little bit more for somebody to present me with a short list but i wouldn't go pay an exorbitant amount because no matter what they say they can't guarantee you anything
2: no they can but the thing with professional matchmakers is they get to know you they know your family your friends and they kind of talk to you so it's not just signing up today and then they find you matches they kind of more or less try and for the lack of a better word date you first. That's work though, right? So you, you will still have to fill some kind of questionnaire.
4: You'll still have to do yep. some work. You will still have and to speak it, to certain people. And yeah. still, there is no guarantee no, that they will no. be able to give you the right shortlist. You will still have exactly. to meet a certain number of people. So for me, yeah. it boils down to how much are they asking me to pay? Because there is no... The idea that you won't have to do any work, I don't believe. You will no. still have to do something. <laughs> why? I mean, and that's it's why. not guaranteed. Why? I mean,
1: <laughs> And there's no it's guarantee. not guaranteed. There's course, no reliance. all of all of Sima auntie's clients, none of them got married or actually stayed with the person she um, match made. Match made them with. So there you go. Yeah. So I I I would pay. I would pay a little bit more, but not a whole lot
4: more.
2: No a whole lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I like the idea of outsourcing the um heavy lifting, if I must be honest. I find I guess that's where why I find online dating kind of tedious. Because you have to then start looking, swipe left, swipe right, look at weirdos, random guys with shirtless guys. And you're just like, oh my God, if I ever see any picture of a guy on holiday with his friends with a drink in his hand, I'm going to just break my phone. (laughs) Can I just say to anybody who has a perception that online
4: dating is as easy as you put on the app, you put in your profile and then you meet 10 desirable men and then you start talking to them and one of them happens to be the guy. Can I just ask you to wake up from whatever dream that you are having
2: and face reality
4: that
1: what you put in is what you're gonna get out. There's always one, though, isn't there? I know that one person that went on, I can't remember, okay, Cupid met her husband. The first guy she spoke to became her husband. They're married now and they have two kids. That I'm like, story, girl, that's the story
4: <laughs> they used to reel you in. That is no, I know
1: this person personally. This I is know. not being told me, I know but she's but the one. Out of a hundred. <laughs> well, I mean, out of what a million. The, what are the odds of that happening every time? No, no, no. no. Exactly. So it's one, so one out of a million. Yeah. But and, there's always that one. That's what I was trying to say.
2: With online dating, do you guys find sometimes you open the app and you get matched with someone and you're like, let me go back and look at my picture because I don't understand why I was matched <laughs> with this <with> uncle. <laughs> and it's not me being um, proud or anything, but... Like, recently, I did open Match.com this week. Thank you very much. Well
1: done,
3: well And done.
2: there was this guy. He must have been in his 60s. He just looked like somebody's granddad.
1: You need help. Ribby. are you on it? No, you
2: need some I help. Really, I, I, did I put, understand. like, really nice, beautiful pictures. And under- was like, are you sure? I, I don't Honestly, think so. I swear, my pictures are really nice. Okay, and
4: he was you like, We will look at your pictures later. The only thing I'm going to say, and we should move on, is that you you will have to put in work because at the end of the day, there are hundreds of thousands of people on the app. app. And the app is an algorithm that just matches people. There matches isn't somebody people. on the other side that is looking at you and understand it's an algorithm. So it's a numbers game. So you have to manage your expectations. Yeah. That's all I'm at gonna say. At this
2: point, Move at this point, I'm more open to a professional matchmaker, just outsource it and like sima auntie or lola auntie, do the work for me. Kind of thing. Lola yeah. Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> oh Auntie Lola. <laughs> uh. Tisha, how about you? Would you pay a matchmaker or you just rely on your amazing friends and family to
3: introduce you to H Factor immigrants? Of paying, that idea of paying somebody one grand and then paying maybe not was- one grand. And I would pay, I would pay, but I don't think I'd want to fall into that trap of just pay, 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 pay. I'd pay a one-off initial fee and a final bonus fee. I'm not really? interested in this continuous payment mm. business, but I, I think I would just, you know, maybe one-off fee to meet 10 applicable people, you know, which you get to pick yourself. That sounds reasonable to me, you know
2: the part I don't like is that successful completion fee as in I'm just like w- then why won't I just decide to be a fraud and be like oh uh, matchmaker sorry it's not going to work then no, but if you find out. someone
3: you like you wouldn't do that though if you genuinely yeah, but why should you, you like?
2: as in, I don't know I just I don't know Actually, I, I
3: dream f- of your dream. oh Idris
2: Elba <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take he's my chicken, please.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can I move he's on he's from
2: taken.
0: there. He's I know, was, taken. like
2: Idris Elba, kind of that chocolatey oh, thing. Okay. Oh. The chocolatey goodness. I think that thing scrambles my brain. That's I want cocoa butter. You know, <laughs> <know, laughs> no, sorry, cocoa
4: can I just call on Rashida's bullshit for one second?
2: Yeah? You're
4: oh the, you the one that just said that you want the person to know you and <laughs> good boy and everything. Meanwhile, your spec is it just elbow look alike.
2: No no no. no, 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 uh-huh. no. That is an unconscious thing. Once I see a guy that's chocolate colored, my brain, I just, my brain just deserts me. Common sense. Once he's cute and that dark thing and he's funny, whether he's a terrible man or not, my brain just like, oh yeah, I love
3: him. So with um, fine boy, we can sell you. Like giving food to a child. Fine boy, come Honestly, I think he's a fine is boy. Fine oh. Oh. rapid
2: fire. It's time for rapid, 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 rapid fire. Yeah. Oh, it's been fun today, actually, as in... Time just went.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Anyway, you guys can sign up for my matchmaking service later on. I'll send I you wouldn't it.
3: pay you, though. Sorry. Yeah, it's free wow. <laughs> off anyway. You'll be my guinea. <laughs> He's a friend. Friends, you don't pay friends. Come on. Yeah, you'll be
2: my guinea. You only, you can only pay me the successful union fee.
3: You can come for the wedding. <laughs> can we move on to rapid fire, please? Yes, yes please. ma'am. Thank you.
2: So... The thing today is, if you guys were going to see a professional matchmaker, i.e. me, if you're going to employ my services, and I was asking you about your preferences, I just need one thing each for each category. What would be a
3: must-have and deal-breaker? Keisha? Must-have. He must be self-sufficient. That's my must-have. Self-sufficient with broad shoulders. Uh, (laughs) No, one thing! (laughs) All right, and then the, the deal breaker is, oh God. Can I say he mustn't be a bum? How do I even translate that into? What's, if he's
2: self-sufficient, then he won't be a bum.
3: Okay, so which means I have to find another deal breaker. Um,
2: Come on, TikTok, TikTok. You okay, sorry. Maybe
3: no, no odd, odd smells. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you have links for men <laughs> like inside outside everywhere no odds you have links
2: africa for men or links tiger or i don't know what beats. so and that's, that's inside and out that
3: mouth body everything on the up, no odd smells you have listerine you have chewing gum yeah oh that can be I, solved I, okay well if a deal breaker if you are if you reach a certain age and you can't solve that problem it's a deal breaker because there's no fair
2: problem. enough fair enough ribby um must have
4: must have ambition okay deal breaker as we said earlier on h-factor and just forget about
3: mm.
2: yeah. i can't do yeah.
4: that okay
2: do it's that. not okay it's not okay <laughs> <laughs> but, well, okay what if it's not constant what if it just comes up like Quick fire!
4: Not- I have quick fire answered you. Let's move all right, on. All right, all right,
2: all ah. right. Fair enough. I ac- <laughs> I accept that. Thank you, Ribi Crystal. Um. Oh,
1: must be kind. Okay. And, oh. um, deal breaker would be uh, if it's if they live in another country. Can't do it. Mm. Okay.
2: Cool. What about you, Rashida? Okay, for me must have a job, a visible source of income. Huh. Definitely. Because for me, is, it feels like if you end up with somebody, as in our lives have to remain on the same level. I cannot, not like I'm making a lot of money anyway, but I cannot end up with someone then. My um, um, standard of living goes from Tesco to Poundland. <laughs> Which is, which is what I'm at now. I'm enjoying Tesco's finest. Thank you very much. And deal breaker. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to cheat and put two. Actually. No, you can't cheat. No, and put I'm two. the queen of this rapid fire today. I make the rules and I'm the you. diva. Yeah, I'm a diva. Is Okay, H- go factor. on. H-factor definitely. Definitely. I cannot deal with. And because my family, my sister, my brother, my parents are terrible. They love for people that have H factor. There's this guy that I was talking to or some, or someone introduced me to at some point, And he was like, Oh, I wanted to buy a trousers. And I'm like, what? So now my mom and dad say stuff like, Oh, we want to buy a trousers. We want to buy a pair of belt," just because they heard the story. Well, anyway, that's besides the point. And the second thing is felony. I don't think I'd want to be someone with someone that has a criminal record.
3: Ooh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but I'd
2: why be, would you? That's
3: like the basics. Yeah, but it
2: might have been something they did in their teens or whatever. As in, yes, I get it was a long time ago or whatever. But I think <laughs> anyway, that's... one what day
4: we... we will do rapid fire the way we are supposed to do rapid fire. I know, <laughs> right? I was <laughs> going to say
1: rapid fire is... Boom. done I know. explanation needed you don't need to explain i feel like you guys are not listening to me
2: today i'm i decided to bring in my rashida's professional matchmaker deal <laughs> deal dating coach expertise but i don't think you guys appreciate it so what can i do the okay. audience
3: will appreciate you i'm I know,
2: sure i know ah well If you decide that the route for professional matchmakers or dating coaches isn't for you, or you have like pesky aunties or friends that are determined to see you've married in Q1 of 2021, always, I feel like, always, always, always have a list of must-have, nice-to-haves, and deal-breakers. Use these aunties and friends as your professional matchmakers. And the best part is they're free of charge. You haven't got the 10000 pound fee or successful union fee arm these aunties and friends with as much information as possible to allow them do quite well what I would term the heavy lifting and I guess that would improve increase the probability of a successful match this was a tip from my amazing therapist after another session where I spend the whole hour crying about one of the terrible matches that my lovely, in quotes, aunties had made on my behalf. And I guess that's what I do now. When anyone wants to matchmake me, I am open to being introduced or matchmade to people, but I have a list of must-haves, nice-to-haves, and deal-breakers. That wraps up today. Whatever you do, stay amazing, have fun, and be true to yourself. If you love our podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, thank you all. Thank, thank you, ladies, for joining and speak to everybody soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Talk and Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at Single Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. We'd also love to hear from you, so leave us your comments or questions, and do remember to tag us in any posts with the hashtag SingleTalks. Take care and see you next week. Same time, same place.
3: It's a new year, and
1: with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line, plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at t mobile we